Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU. Thank and thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Thanks to to, to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news as they always do, eleven thirty till noon every Sunday. Out of the show, covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Lots of ways to get in touch with the program. You can email outofthepan855 at gmail.com. Text 61401078981. Look for me on Facebook at um, my page or Out of the Pan's page. Or you can tweet at Sal Gold Said So. And that's the bottom line. Um... Opened up today with The Angels from one of their compilation albums, Greatest Hits Volume 2, and No Sleep in Hell, dedicated to all the people um, who um, were out partying last night in the middle of the, what is for most of Australia, Melbourne and Victoria in particular, a long weekend. Um, Well, no, you've had no sleep in hell. Um, Half your luck. Um, I went to bed early. I'd had three late nights during the week. Um, Maybe talk a bit about some of those things that caused that. The launch of Archer, a forum on rights and responsibilities of religion. Um, Also went along to the Human Rights Law Centre dinner. Thank you to the Human Rights Law Centre for the ticket. Got to take that. Um, Bit of glamoury. Look for me. Look for me on Facebook in the the new outfit. Um, And other things. But I know lots of people don't who listen to this show and listen to 3CR, which is, of course, a great thing to do in a Radiothon time. It is our Radiothon fortnight. This show's show, Radiothon show is next week. But um, a lot of people don't listen to mainstream media. I know have, I have friends who have, you know, media blackouts. So, you know, people might say, oh, but surely you've heard of someone called Caitlyn Jenner. Well, just in case you haven't, Caitlyn Jenner, and the first and only time because the name only changed to my knowledge during the last week. And I was sprung bad on Tuesday morning at 9 o'clock when I was having my first caffeine for the day and needed a night's sleep to process it. So for the last time, formerly Bruce Jenner, um, was on the cover of a magazine called Vanity Fair. And it's, gee, it's created a lot of interest. Um, hard not to, to talk about it. I'm, look, I wouldn't know what um, glammy fashion was really. I'm the least practical person in the world, Um but all that um, sort of thing. Um, um, look, let's try and weigh up some pros and cons of what's happened this week. Yes, it's been publicity is a positive. Um, I am just um, off to the physio to uncramp my um, hand so that the fingers straighten out after hanging on to a uh, smartphone all week answering media. But that's what, I, in the words of Mark Henry of WWE fame, it's what I do. And... Um, well, look, it's been pretty good. 
range of media, um, commercial uh, media in regional, outside of metropolitan Melbourne, let's say, um, community media around the country, um, all sorts. Um, really, really um, good coverage. And they then say, so what does this mean for transgender people? Or they'll say, what are the issues that still remain? Well, hey, if they're silly enough to ask an open question like that, I'm silly enough to give a long-winded answer. So the positive is it has been a talking point. Um, And I think that's really important. It's always good to have that. The reality is media loves topicality, and they got it. And so we surf the wave with them. Hey, um, hang 10 and all that. What have been the downsides? I know some people are critical of Caitlin saying, oh, she's got money, that sort of thing. Well, yep, she has. A lot of trans people don't. A lot of people are doing it tough. Many are forced to do occupations that are probably not what they're best suited for and and many are unemployed or underemployed, not using their skills to any degree or to a lesser degree or all that sort of thing. I know many people who would like to have surgery um, it's not for everyone, but they do, and they can't afford it in Australia. There is a $15,000 out-of-pocket cost for trans women plus private health cover for a whole range of reasons. But the plus, flipping it over, the plus side is when we talk about that, we say, well, Caitlin has money, lots of people don't. So it has been positive. But if there's a reason, we'd need to go no further than our old favourite, the Sunday Herald Sun, which... Um, In those immortal words, I only buy it for the TV guide. Well, sometimes not. Let's have a look at this little story, bottom left corner of page 20. I'm not sure if it's online. Transgender pupil uproar. See, some habits die hard. An eight-year-old transgender child who was born a boy but now wants to be recognised as a girl. Mm, Not sure about that. Competed in a a year three school cross-country race as a female. Wearing a skirt. What do you expect? A suit. Um, Competing against other girls at a Perth primary school. The child plays fifth and is now eligible to be part of the inter-school cross-country team. Hurrah. Wait for this bit, though. Some parents and a Liberal politician are up in arms about the situation. Ooh, ah. um, Claiming the child is too young to make decisions about her gender. We don't make decisions about gender identity so bad reporting, but the interesting thing is there's not even a, not, there's no reporter's name on this. It's not even listed as AAP or anything else like that or um, an agency. So... People say, why do we need Caitlyn Jenner? There's your answer. And then we go on to the sort of editorial comment type of page, 72-ish, if you're on the tree-dashing tree edition. Um, David um, Penbethy um, criticises, uh, well, actually he agrees with um, Media Watch, which is, um, he says, it might be the first time a tabloid journal has burst into print to defence Media Watch. Um, Media Watch... Um, Paul Barry says, why do I have to keep um, not reading stories about Bruce Jenner uh, fail? Now, it depends when that went to air. If that was recorded before Tuesday morning, then I'd be prepared to give benefit of the doubt. I'll be fair on that. Um, Why in heaven's name is he such big news? Okay, again, um, could be right. Now, Paul David then says um, he's not a he anymore, he's a she. Well, that's fair enough. But as I say, benefit of the doubt. Um... And then um, the thing is, who cares? Um, David Penbethy goes on to say, who cares if Bruce is now Caitlin? Well, as I say, if you've got a community with a 
trigger warning coming up, 30 to 50% attempted suicide rate and um, a rate of suicidal ideation prior to transition of 81%, the latter according to Northern Irish research from about a year ago. Interesting to note, though, when people are able to be their gender, the suicidal ideation drops to 4%. So need for affirmation is still pretty critical. Um, Then you'd probably need it. Now, again, there's the legitimate debate on this topic of the Kardashians and all that sort of thing. Nope, they're not. That sort of reality TV is not um, my favourite sort of thing either. Um, But uh, this begs the question, do we want a perfect trans role model? Well, you'd show me where there is one because there's no perfect human being. Gosh, this person here listens to watches world wrestling entertainment. I can hardly be perfect. And of course, if you disagree with me, if you criticise too much on that, I will pretend to throw you into the turnbuckle and over the top rope. But seriously, um, we need these things. But um, what um, then what gets me really about David Penberthy's comment is he then goes on to talk about um, whether the um, Bruce's gender-related conundrum. So you've failed there because this would have gone been written probably after Tuesday morning our time. Are uh, more deserving of attention than kids dying of cancer. Well, they're both worthy causes. Let's have abundance. There's space for everyone. There's not scarcity. Um, and then um, David finishes up by saying, um, um, you know, sort of, it's probably more of a. Um, he said, um, David says, I would imagine that being a woman tra- trapped in a man's body or vice versa wouldn't be a walk in the park. Well, that's putting it mildly. Um, but Caitlyn Jenner inhabits a world where she's surrounded by supporters and fated and applauded um, on her, about her inspirational journey. Well, yes, she is. But as I say, lots of people aren't. Um, and then um, Caitlyn Jenner, who can knock off a kid who died from cancer in the courage stakes and telling the stories over and over. Well, that sounds a bit sarcastic to me. Um, and I think that it's about trying to have a... Um, Consider paradox, I suppose, is my thought here. Um, well, you know, let's have a think about it. Um, have your thoughts. Um, what do you think of the Caitlyn Jenner scenario? 0401 if you want to text. Um, out of the pan 855 at Gmail. Um, out of Facebook, my page, or out of the pans. Or um, um, you can tweet at Sal Gold said so. In the meantime, let's hit the musical button. Um, Hope this long weekend, as it is for most of Australia, is dealing you some good cards. Could be like Richard Clapton, an ace of hearts. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Paul Miller, a.k.a. DJ Spooky, straight out of New York City. I'm checking in with Australia on 855 on your AM dial. And remember, community radio is subscription-sponsored, and I think it's incredibly important to always remember that it's a different perspective. Check it. Community radio now and beyond. Do you want to be like the rich and famous? Do you want a tax deduction? Donate to 3CR Radio Fun. I can't promise you a tax refund like Mr Murdoch's $882 million, but I can promise you a legal, legitimate 
tax deduction if you donate to the 3CR Radiophone. Do like the rich and famous do. Direct your taxes to your favourite cause, your favourite program on Community Radio 3CR and tell Toxic Tony where to go. Donate now. Don't leave it till tomorrow. 039 419 8377 and if you're computer literate 3cr.org.au Absolutely. Well, um, not sure if um, someone's in the office tomorrow um, but you can make sure you do it um, definitely prior to June 14 as part of Radiothon Out of the Pan's Radiothon show next week. I always wanted to do that on radio and just did. Oh well, um, one off the bucket list. Um, prior to the messages, heard from Richard Clapton from the album The Best Years of Our Lives, a live recording in the late 80s, and Ace of Hearts, an oldie um, but agree with John Farris on drums, Gary Gary um, um, Beers from In Excess on bass, and um, so In Excess rhythm, rhythm section, um, Jeff Bartolome, Bartolomeo on keyboards. Um, ben Butler doing the guitar, but lots of great musicians on that album. Mark Moffat, Kirk LaRange, um, Barnsley's in there doing some vocals, Vanetta Fields, Mary Bradfield, Taylor. Have I got it all? Michael Hegarty does some bass guitar, um, and Steve Sovelby does other drums. Yep, great musicians. Australian, yeah, rock on. All right. Um, well, the papers provide a rich law of L-O-R-E, of queer media today. Um, we flip over to the Sunday Age, which has at least some more thoughtful analysis than its Sunday Murdoch counterpart. Pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Um, and Jill Stark, um, ally um, to um, queer people at last year's Globe Awards, um, you know, sort of talks about, um, is it pink, the, as the sort of sub-headline here reads, pinkwashing or a corporate revolution? Um and how it talks about 50 businesses took out a full-page advert in a national paper pledging support for marriage equality. Well, yeah, you know, not knocking that. Um, You know, sort of, um, um, and it's good that they put in here pride groups to support lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, intersex, LGBTI. That's good. They don't leave anyone out like a lot of reporting does. Um, some people argue that without the corporate backers, Midsummer Mardi Gras wouldn't happen. But is it about appearing gay-friendly or not, says one person. As one person said to me um, in the last week during a meeting, yeah, it's all very well to put full-page ads in the paper, which just gives money to corporate newspapers. Um, let's see them put up some money for organisations like, um, but most of which, and we're talking 98%, give or take, who don't get funding in the GLBTI community. Um, and that's a fair call. Um, now, one did a few years ago, to be fair, declaring an interest. Um, Transgender Victoria did receive some sponsorship from a well-known um, telco. Good, tick. Um, but it hasn't happened since. Um, and, you know, people say there's a, bit, a little bit at the end here about um, how pride and diversity assisted the bank's, um, a bank's ANZ's first employee to go through male-to-female gender transition. Um, well, I'm well aware of an employee who did that three years ago at ANZ. Um, they had policies to support transgender employees. Well, um, that's not really outstanding. Um, they've been developed for 10 years. Um, and how to support... Um, um, also about how to support managing transgender customers, which NAB did a year ago. Now, that's 
well worthwhile because of the mess that is our nine states and territories and their birth certificates. People at the point of transition often don't, say, have a birth certificate that matches their affirmed identity, or in most cases, not just often, I'd say 99.9% of cases. Um, the um, Dalton Hoare from Pride and Diversity talks about how it's con- convincing cons- um, executives, con- particularly in the conservative public sector. I wouldn't agree with that the public sector might be the conservative bit. There was a business case for diversity. And she actually says there's still a fear out there that if we start doing this type of inclusion, we're going to have people running around with rainbow flags in fishnets. They see it as about being who you sleep with. Uh, employers who say we've lived, breathed and dreamed diversity but are not ready for GLBTI inclusion yet are just fooling themselves. Well, I'd be staggered to think that um, even the corporate world was still at that level of the fishnets thing. I think that's a bit um, ill-informed. But they often say they're for diversity, and as discussed last week on the show, talking at a Westpac panel a few weeks ago, they still haven't got it right on female stuff. Um, not sure if I mentioned last week the classic case of an employ- an, an organisation that wanted to do better on having um, more women in there. So it did things like getting women onto employment, um, onto interview panels, so men just didn't hire people like themselves. And they began to get more numbers in, which is good, but then they hit a wall. They weren't being promoted. And they looked everywhere. They thought they had it all worked out. So they got some good old consultants in. And it turned out this company, for whatever reason, had developed a custom, is the best word, of having um, snap management meetings at around 4.30, 5 o'clock. Let's see where that's going. If a female who is more likely to have family and child responsibilities is left early to pick up the munchkins from school or go home to prepare an evening meal, not that I'm saying females are the only people who should do that, they're not going to be at the snap management meetings. They're probably not going to be at the schmoozy drinks afterwards. Their ideas aren't going to get noticed, and that's how it works. So if you don't know that you don't know because your culture is so male-dominated, you're probably not going to get it right on LGBTI, but also what I'm I'm having to call in a new term here, um, gender um, gender approach. You know, people I particularly, for example, have a feminine energy. A lot of people can't hack it. Stiff biscuits. Um, you know, is my response to them. But until the corporate world ex- really values diversity and is prepared to know that it doesn't know and then know that it knows, it's not going to get much further on LGBTI, in my opinion, or on women as well. So um, to me, it's about putting the money up but doing the cultural change. It's not just good enough to get numbers in because, as mentioned last week, all that's going to happen in is you're going to get out in simple language alpha male women. Hmm, can the corporate world fix itself? I don't know. Um, in the meantime, let's have some more music. Oh, um, not sure. I think I should have um, rescheduled the show differently. Um, here's Dire Straits from Love Over Gold. Industrial Disease, 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, broadcast to you from the lands of the original inhabitants, and um, that was Die Straits, an industrial disease from the Love Over Gold album, probably, would probably say close to Die Straits peak, the um, one afterwards, Brothers in Arms, was pretty good sort of fell away after that um, a bit. But, um, you know, let's thank the genius that happened um, up until that point. Well, um, Ireland's been in the news again this week. 
I didn't um, use all my Irish tracks a few weeks ago after their marriage referendum, but um, they have announced now, following from marriage, they've gone right onto it and said that they will amend um, birth certificates to be on a basis of affirmed identity. Still getting more details as to whether there'll be more than two options. Um, you know, so the, you know, for those non-binary being um, a particular issue, but um, also. Um, what else? Um, you know, what will be the um, situation as well in relation to um, minors, that sort of thing. But the one thing is about because of the marriage um, situation, they've had to um, drop, immediately drop the forced trans divorce um, clause because it's no longer relevant. So, um, yeah, if we got that, we wouldn't have to do it at nine states or territories level either. So... Um, yeah, um, good news from Ireland. They're really moving at a rapid rate. Um, another excuse for a well-known Irish whiskey, or for me to drink um, some thereof. But of course, we don't do cash for comments on 3CR. We are not corporate radio. But the other news that snuck in during the week came from another pretty good bastion of human rights, and that's from Canada, which gave me an excuse for a certain Canadian whiskey. Um, I'm not, I don't drink that much, really. But um, this um, case and this article came from a website called dailycaller.com, um, which talks about how some um, advocates in Canada, trans and gender diverse and intersex, want to go one step better. They want to take markers off birth certificates altogether. Hmm. Now, I've got to admit, sounds like a reasonable thing, um, because... Let's face it, um, why do we need to know? Um, whose business is it? Um, not, no one's really. Um, so um, the Human Rights Tribunal of British Columbia, to be precise, one of the provinces of Canada, reviewing the case to remove identification. Now, they, this article says sex on birth certificates because critics say it's discriminatory for doctors to assign a baby sex. Well, um, I suppose they're assigning sex on the basis of body. I'll start with trans and gender diverse first um, and um, go from there. But um, as from what I gather about intersex, um, you know, there's a, a need to register a birth certificate within seven days, which puts a lot of pressure on parents of babies um, in, where there's an intersex situation in terms of um, genitalia. Because, um, you know, that can make life difficult. And there's a pre it's another factor, along with the 99% the of the health professionals who say that we have to operate. Um, and so um, Barbara Findlay, who is a human rights attorney in Canada, whose name is spelt all in lowercase, um, is that, um, um, you know, has said, quote, that... Um, the children have nothing to work with except for that something feels profoundly wrong and that the situation's a crazy-making experience. Well, you've got a point. If we didn't, net would. Is there a logic to this? Um, you know, if we didn't assign people on the basis of body, maybe we wouldn't have a problem. Um, we could just work it all out later. You know, do we need to know? Um, is it the deepest form of gendering in society? Now, some people will say, well, what does this mean in countries where there isn't marriage equality? Uh, well, why are we building on another false foundation? Um, so 
Um, another person, um, Morgane Ogier, I'm not sure of the pronunciation here, Ogier, O-G-E-R, apologies if I have that wrong, is hoping for a big administrative, tra- administrative change in the implementation of an entire newly new model. Um, so, uh, sorry, a new model. So it raises a fair point. Why do we need to record it? And there's a lot of arguments to say that we don't. And, you know, why should someone not um, be able to marry someone regardless of anything? Lots of points. Um, you know, one way to solve the marriage equality issue, well, um, but then no doubt the current structure would say, well, if you someone hasn't got anything on their birth certificate and marriage is only between M and F by birth certificate, we won't let you marry at all, which is not on either. So um, um, it's, a fair, it's a fair point. Again, what do you think? Um, let me know on all the usual means of communication. Um, in the meantime, leaving aside gender, um, here's a good choice. If you don't like the way I'm living, just leave this long-haired country girl alone. Charlie Daniels from way back in the 1970s. 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. Bisexual Alliance is a non-profit organisation dedicated to raising awareness and supporting people who are bisexual, people who are multi-gender attracted, their partners and their families. Bisexual Alliance runs several monthly discussion groups in and outside of Melbourne to offer support, a safe space to chat about your experiences and to explore others' experience of multi-gender attraction. These groups are for bisexuals, those who are questioning and their loved ones. For more information, visit bi-alliance.org or email Info at by-alliance.org. They're creepy and they're scary. Got votes from the unwary. They're so unnecessary. The Abbott family. They got in thanks to Rupert. Their policies are stupid. They stay in. We're all rooted. The Abbott family. Well, I'm 110. I'm saying that again. We might be rooted too if we don't hear from you. They don't respect the workers. They really love to hurt us. They should be in a circus. The Abbott family. You rag. All right. Um, I could be lurching around. Don't let them lurch around longer. Um, sow the seeds of dissent during 3CR's Radiothon. And, of course, next week is Out of the Pan's Radiothon period. Of course, there has been all sorts of subliminal music, um, subliminal messages, sorry, um, during the music this week. Didn't you hear all those whispers underneath all the tracks going, donate to 3CR Out of the Pan Radiothon? Um, That was one of them. Um, Maybe you didn't hear them. Maybe they weren't quite loud enough. Anyway, um, no, no, next week is Radiothon um, for Out of the Pan, but um, all the shows on 3CR in Radiothon period this fortnight. So look behind the couch, look under the couch, um, uh, make sure the cat didn't swallow that missing $2 coin or something like that. Um, Anyway, um, and support it. Um, You just heard from Charlie Daniels from 1974 and um, the um, long-haired country boy um, and written from their 1974 album Fire on the Mountain and released as a single in April 75. Um, got to 56 on the US Billboard Top 100, 27 on the country charts. It was re-released in 1980. Um, yep. Um, if you don't like the way I'm living, leave me alone. All right. Um, so, um, things what are coming up in the pansexual world over the next week. 
Um, TG Meetup is on this Tuesday at DT's. Um, check out meetup.com. Um, that's M-E-E-T. Sorry, M-E-E-T-U-P. Um, 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 if you're a vegetarian, what do you do? No, no, it's not that sort of meat. Um, poly people, the Polyvic Discussion Group is on at Palookaville this Tuesday, 7.15 for 7.30. Uh, or get there early and have some food. Can only have the food downstairs. Um, damn it. Um, which is a shame. But have some anyway. It's good. Um, all food is good, really. Um, Anyway, um, Trans Anxiety Group is in Carlton, um, run by Transgender Victoria. Check out transgendervictoria.com. Um, Bent TV's on this Friday, as always, at 10 o'clock. Um, Seahorse on um, in the Inner East um, this um, Saturday, and that would make it the, well, it's sort of close to the 40th birthday, but don't forget that 40th birthday bash that's coming up, um, the big Galar Ball, no, Gala Ball on July the 18th, but a regular meeting this Saturday the 13th of June. Um, Chains um, is the big one. It's the birthday for them this um, um, Saturday, coming Saturday, but I'm pretty sure it's sold out, so you'll, I don't know, have to be very submissive to get tickets or something. Um, and that just gets us through the next week. Well, it has been a busy week. Um, did go along during the week to a, quite a few events. Um, um, last uh, on Friday, put on the as um, fr- as some friends of mine once called it the Glad Dragon, went along to the um, Human Rights Law Centre dinner. I got a freebie, and well, it's worth it to um, to hear Gillian Trigg speak. She um, don't pull no punches, or um, she tells it like she tells it like it is, and all that sort of thing. Um, she's the is she the Jesse the Body Ventura of human rights? I'm not sure, but. Um, it was a pretty powerful speech, not exactly cheerful, some of the attacks on freedoms that affect all of us, but if you don't talk about it, it doesn't get dealt with, I suppose. Um, got a huge ovation, um, and in the immortal words of an episode of Police Squad, Frank the Pate was delicious. Um, yes, it was pretty good food too. Um, but seriously, she does bring up a lot of issues that affect um, affect all of us in terms of the um, just power that's going to the executive as opposed to the parliament or the judiciary. Eek. Um, you know, come on, we're not Vladimir Putin here. Thank you. So, yeah, um, well worth going to. Um, Thursday night, the launch of Archer, we chatted to um, Amy K. Middleton at Moodleton on Twitter. Um and went along to the launch. Wow, what a jam-packed um, edition it is. And I'm not um, declaring all possible interest. Yes, yours truly does have an article in there, as we discussed last week, on bisexuality. But just having a look at the contents page alone here, um, Amy interviews Paul Mack. Um, you've got a, a, an article on surgery and identity by Anonymous. Um, Gus Johnson talks about homophobia in sport. Phoebe Hart um, talks body diversity, um, intersex, porn and feminism by Eleanor Savage. Um, um, Catherine Barrett, um, GLBTI aged care sort of um, guruette, if there's such a word, sex and aged care. Um, Sally Conning um, talks gender transition. Good one, Sally. Um, No, I'm not talking to myself. Um, Two separate people. Um, um, Janet Hardy's in there on dance and sexuality, BDSM by Renee Glover, Zachary Drucker talking um, flawless Sabrina, um, neuterism, sex over 70 by Doreen um, um, Wentweer. Wow. So 
get down to Hairs and Hyenas and in those Immortal Words, other good outlets, and make sure you get a copy. So really, really good stuff. And it was a busy night on Thursday, buzzing around the city, but I managed to park strategically halfway between the two events, um, because earlier than that was the Victorian Equal Opportunity and Human Rights Commission-sponsored um, discussion on rights and responsibilities of religion. And it was a very thoughtful panel, um, you know, sort of tried to look at the issues. How do we balance this out? I Look, a lot of thoughts, but the one that came away from me, I, you know, you know, we, even if we say people have a right to a belief, um, the question for me is, do they have a right to damage others? Two questions. One is, do they have a right to damage others with it? And going around saying, as certain organisations did for years, many derogatory things about gay and trans is damaging, and we have the proof of that, not that we needed it. But the other part for me is, religion, is if it's a belief system, why is it given a special status? It's a bit animal farm, isn't it? Um, you know, all belief systems are equal, but some are more equal than others. Call yourself a religion, and well, um, you know, suddenly you've got more um, rights than other belief systems. I'm going to call this show a religion. Um, does that give me more rights? Um, hmm. Well, I'm biased. No, seriously, in all in all th- in all due thoughts, um, you know, why is it that we give some belief systems more rights than others? There's a question to ponder um, in the next little while. And, of course, um, what will happen um, in this state parliament on the religious exemptions that hurt GLBTI and other groups, single parents and others so much, um, is something we need to consider. Now, the ALP has given a commitment to get us back to the 2010, which I call version 2. The Liberals uh, moved us back to version 1, where it was full religious exemptions, Eek, no. Um, but should we go further? You know, why is it that um, religious organisations that discriminate can't be, uh, don't, are not transparent about it and people go through a whole waste of time with job applications or whatever else before they go ahead? Who knows? Um, so something to think about anyway. All right, better get out of here and make way for freedom of species. Don't forget, next week, Radiothon start. Um, looking everywhere for those coins, notes, um, unused bits of credit card limit or something to support Radiothon. I'll start subliminally, no, not subliminally, very bluntly, putting that number 613-9419-8377 for you to ring in next week. Um, but support all the Radiothon shows that you can, uh, all the shows during Radiothon period that you can. Um, take it out today, appropriately enough, on Out of the Pan with um, um, a track from the Wolfgang live album of some years ago, 2005, What's Cookin'? That seems logical enough. And doing the Eric Bibb song, Too Much Stuff, here's Diana Wolf and the Wolfgang. Thanks for tuning out to into Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner, and see you for Radiothon next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.